You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. Hello and welcome into the Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Grant McCauley, Jake Mastriani with you after another night and another win for the Atlanta Braves. They sweep away the Chicago Cubs, a club that came in clinging to life, clinging to a spot in the National League wild card. The Braves just dealt them a pretty critical blow right here at the end of the season by coming back for another win, albeit not quite the same dramatics here in this 5-3 win in the finale of this three-game series. The Braves, though, they complete the sweep. They have now secured home field advantage throughout the postseason, and there was another record that was broken on this night. We're going to get into all of that on this edition of the Braves postcast and, of course, get you set for the final home series of the year. It comes against the Washington Nationals. That'll get started on Friday. Before we get started here tonight, let me remind you to subscribe to Lockdown Sports Atlanta right here on YouTube. Make sure that you click that bell. You'll get a notification every time we drop a new episode. Make sure you leave us a comment, a like, share the show with a friend. We appreciate that. And subscribe to Lockdown Braves wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Jake, we've seen the Braves offense do its thing. We saw a very intriguing pitching matchup on this day, or I guess a pitching piggyback situation for the Braves that certainly was able to bear some fruit. Great to see A.J. smith Shaver back, and for Kyle Wright, maybe a little bit of an audition for what his role could be in October as well. Yeah, a lot of things you can take out of this one, especially you know with A.J. smith Shaver, Kyle Wright kind of going back-to-back. Seemed like a pretty good combination. Both guys, you know, not necessarily stretched out all the way at the moment, but a big win for the Braves. Big series win, you know, if you had any doubts about them and the way they were playing in the past couple of weeks, hopefully this puts that to rest. When this team turns it on, they are one of the best, if not the best team in baseball and love to see them sweep this series and against a team that's fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah, it, it really felt like just this little slice of October right before you were heading in. And I know there were a lot of people because I read the mentions I get on social media. And of course, it, it doesn't take more than your own two eyes to see is a club playing well? Are they not playing well? Why are they not? You know, what is going wrong? What kind of things are they dealing with in order to you know, hopefully have the trajectory that you want? heading into October, and I think we wanted to see the Braves just play a little bit more consistently, show a little bit of who they have been throughout the course of the season and how they have become the club with the best record in baseball and the team that now possesses home field advantage throughout the postseason, something they would very much like to take advantage of for as long as possible. So all the way through October, maybe into the early part of November. We'll get to all that a little bit later, but game number 159 of the year, a 5-3 win for the Braves, who are now 103-56. and With the victory, they have now clinched that home field advantage. As I mentioned, the Baltimore Orioles also won on this night, but the Braves came in needing just that one more victory thanks to their tiebreaker by taking a series from Baltimore earlier this year. But congrats to the 100-win Orioles on also clinching the American League East, just like we thought it'd be back in spring training. Braves with five runs, six hits, no errors, six men left on base. Cubs grabbed a quick lead, but Atlanta went about the business of taking care of that very quickly. Three runs, six hits, two errors, six men left on base. Uh, Cubs are now 82 and 77. Kyle Wright picks up the win in relief. He is now one and three. Marcus Stroman takes the loss, 10 and nine on the year. A save for Rice Iglesias is 32nd. Game lasted two hours, 43 minutes. Crowd of 40,249 on hand to see it. I want to get to AJ Smith Shaver in a second, but I had to go ahead and post this on social because I was just sitting there thinking about it. Jake, if I told you back when we did our very first postcast or sat down and did our very first Locked On Braves of 2023, we're going to get to the end of September. And on the 28th, Kyle Wright's going to win his first game of the year. How do you think the Braves are going to be doing at that time? 
Yeah, definitely not very good. Losing a 21-game winner and only having one win at the end of the season, and especially you consider the fact that they've been without Max Freed for yeah. most of the season as well. I mean, to be sitting here at 103 wins speaks to the quality of this offense, speaks to the depth of the pitching. I mean, mm-hmm. guys got to throw these innings, and the Braves were able to find guys good enough to do so and keep them in games to be able to win this many. Yeah, most certainly. And the guy that they had to get some innings out of on this night was A.J. smith Shaver. This is the best I think I've seen him look since maybe his major league debut against the Arizona Diamondbacks when he first came up and seemed to be you know, throwing hard. It seemed to be exactly who we thought it was based on the scouting report. He didn't quite have that same velocity you know, in some of the subsequent outings, but three and two-thirds innings, no hits. There was one run allowed. It's earned, but I don't know. I feel like there was an error on the throw to the plate, but be that as it may, uh, one walk, two strikeouts, touched 100 miles an hour in the first inning. Was still throwing 98 in his fourth inning of work to the final battery phase. 64 pitches, 44 strikes. I liked this version of A.J. smith Shawfer, and I think he might have given the Braves a little something to think about as they're making that depth chart for October. Absolutely. I mean, I've kind of been thinking maybe he had a spot in the bullpen all along just because of the big stuff that he has, which typically plays up in the postseason. You just wonder, 20-year-old, you never know how he's going to handle that type of atmosphere. But certainly in this one, what I loved is the first two batters of this game, he was struggling. Walked the first batter, you know, 3-2 mm-hmm. count, went 3-2 on the next batter, was able to get him out. But looked like he was struggling a bit with command, like it might be a little bit of a shaky start. But after that, he really settled in from that point on. Didn't give up any hits in the outing, just that walk the first batter of the game and it just felt like he got more comfortable as the outing went on that changeup, I think became a pitch that he really felt comfortable with and kept going to had three whiffs on it three mm-hmm. called strikes on it so again I just felt like he got more and more comfortable you mentioned a velocity average 96.5 miles per hour on the fastball tonight touched 100 as you mentioned right there so the velocity was up so if this is a guy that in short stints like this can come in and be effective and not give up any hits, which is really good if you're going to do that. Certainly somebody that could be a weapon in in whatever role that you want to use them. Yeah, and you want to know that you've got some depth options and some guys who are capable of doing the kind of things that he did. And I think that, Jake, you know, more so, and I'm not trying to be a prisoner of the moment or just, you know, really just run into complete recency bias with it. I know Bryce Elder has struggled. I think there's still a lot of conversations to be had before the Braves figure out who's starting game three of the NLDS. But should they decide based on the matchup that they might want to go a different route than Bryce Elder? You had to know like what else is available because it didn't sound like they want to use Kyle Wright as a starter simply you know, based on m- missing four months of the season, not having the same velocity that he has had in the past and really just trying to come in and you know, contribute in some way. And Kyle was able to contribute on this night, two and a third innings, three hits, uh, one run, it was earned, one walk and four strikeouts. I felt like the curveball looked great for him. But if this is something that they could put together with A.J. Smith-Shawver and Kyle Wright, and it gets you through six innings, and as I've said, and I was asked on, on social media during the game, I mean, is this something that might be viable? And I certainly could say we've seen worse this season than what they did on, on this particular game and, and in tandem here. So I guess it's just something to keep in mind. We don't know how it's going to go, but you want to have those options. And I do think Kyle Wright's got a role to play in the bullpen for this Braves team. And the night like tonight, an appearance like tonight, was important for him to go ahead and keep trending in the right direction. Yeah, big night for Kyle right here. And, and look, you're talking, you know, they'll obviously, you know, go over all those options and what's best. I mean, Bryce Slaughter, we talked about it. It's a guy, I feel like he can go out there and give you five innings. I feel like he's capable of that and keeping your team in the game. But if he doesn't, then you have to pivot to a guy like Kyle Wright to get you through a lineup maybe once or twice. What you see in this outing, 22 
curveballs. You mentioned the curveball really good. And when you're bringing them out of the bullpen like that and you have a pitch like that Mm -hmm. that is so good, it's a plus pitch, and you can just feature it one time through the lineup because you know you're probably not going to face the same guys a second or third time, then you can just feature that really good pitch. Seven whiffs on 11 swings against that curveball. So, again, it's a a different side of Kyle Wright. He'll get back to starting next year, hopefully. But certainly for what the Braves need right now, they're going to be able to come in, have a weapon of a pitch like that, to get you through a lineup, you know, one time, maybe he only gives you two innings, whatever it may be, or you just ride him as long as you can. That's a serious weapon for the Braves. Yeah. I mean, out of the bullpen, you don't have to have three or four pitches working because you're not thinking about the third time I face this lineup because you're not going to be asked to do that. Maybe it's just one time through the order. You see if you can get, like you said, that two innings out of him, that could be a, a, just a, a monstrous bridge that the Braves could have to build to the back end of that bullpen. And we know those guys are going to have their names and numbers called quite a bit if things go according to plan for Atlanta with a lead. So uh, I think it was very encouraging to see what you saw out of both of these right-handers with A.J. Smith-Shaw getting the start, Kyle Wright picking up the win in relief, and the two of them combining to cover those six innings for Atlanta. We'll talk about some of the offense, and of course we had another record because it's the 2023 Atlanta Braves, and that's what they do. But i got to tell you about one of our great sponsors for this edition of the show. It is, of course, FanDuel. This episode of the Braves Postcast brought to you by FanDuel because right now, New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. Their app is super easy to use, wide range of betting options. you got spreads, player props, over-unders, and much more. You can check it all out on the app. Visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season with FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Uh, Braves got some offense going early and they needed it because the Cubs, once again, they got the lead. They just didn't hold it as long on this night. They get manufactured that run against AJ Smith Shaver in the first. Matt Olson provides the answer two run homer in the bottom half, 54th of the year. That extends his club record for homers. Also gave him the modern Braves record for single season RBI total with 136. He passes Hall of Famer Eddie Matthews. It just continues to be. We talk so much about Ronald Acuna Jr., but obviously Matt Olson's gotten his name called quite a bit as well. Just another feather in the cap of what I've been saying. Might be the quietest 50 home run season that we've seen in recent memory, but Matt Olson's going to get himself some MVP votes as well. It's just crazy. They talked about it on the broadcast. I mean, a lot of other seasons, you're talking about him not just winning the MVP, but maybe being a runaway MVP yep. candidate. I mean, 281 average and 992 OPS, 50-plus home runs, 130-plus runs batted in. I mean, it's just crazy numbers that you're looking at with Matt Olson this year. It's just Ron Acuna Jr. is having one of the best seasons of all time. But uh, what Matt Olson is doing, I mean, shouldn't, you know, take any spotlight off of him and what an incredible home run there i mean a pitch running down and in he's able to to pull it in and keep it just fair inside the foul pole uh but uh just you know a great job getting the braves on the board there after that run scored which questionable i thought the guy could have been out possibly twice but either way they did score that run matt Olson comes right back in the first mm-hmm. inning does what the braves do in the first inning which was a record as well they now have the most team home runs in the first inning yep. uh all time is yeah, and let me throw this in there as well. As far as all-time home runs are concerned, 304 now for the Braves after the Olsen blast. That means they're three shy of the Minnesota Twins and that single-season record. And we got three games left, and the Braves just seem to hit a homer or two every single night, and that's all they need to do to get themselves yet another record. But 136 runs batted in for Matt Olsen. That is more than Hank Aaron ever had in a season. Now more than Eddie Matthews, Chipper Jones, Dale Murphy, Andrew Jones. Pick a guy. It's more than as far as since 1900. 
The RBI became a, an official statistic in 1920, but obviously it tracks back farther than that. The Braves' single-season record as far as at any time in franchise history, 1894, a gentleman named Hugh Duffy had 145 of those. He also set the single-season hits record with 234 in that 1894 season. I say that because Ronald Acuna Jr. just tied Ralph Gar for the sixth most hits in a season by a Braves hitter ever, third most as far as since the club moved to Atlanta. He needs to get, I believe it's five more hits to match Ralph Gar as far as most hits since the club moved to Atlanta in 1966. And if he gets six more hits in these final, what, three games, Ron Lacuna Jr. will become the first Brave to 220 hits since some guy named Henry Aaron did it in 1959. When I'm talking about Matthews and Aaron and you're talking about Acuna and Olsen, you just know that this is kind of a golden age, again, for the Atlanta Braves and the slugging exploits of this 2023 club. Uh, also, it was a great night for Austin Riley. Finished a homer shy of the cycle with a triple, the double, a couple of runs scored. Michael Harris is second with an RBI, a double, a run scored as well for him. And Eddie Rosario knocked in a run and scored one as well. So a nice balanced attack for the Braves lineup, but good to see Matt Olsen continuing to make that charge towards history and the Braves and their home run total uh, just continues to grow by the day and a chance to make some history as far as that's concerned as well. They have to do it in the final three games of the season against the Washington Nationals. We'll be rolling in to close out the season uh, with a weekend series at Truist Park. We'll get you set up for that after I tell you about our good folks, our good friends over at Game Time. And Game Time is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You get images of your seat before you buy, so know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, just a couple of taps, and you're all set, and your tickets go directly to your phone. You never have to dig through your email to find them. You can snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, you create that account and redeem the code LOCKEDONMLB. That's $20 off that first purchase. Downtime, or download Game Time today, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed in Game Time is the official sponsor of this edition of the Braves postcast. As far as the next game for the Braves, it happens on Friday. They open up that three-game series with the Washington Nationals. Alan Winans on the mound for Atlanta. Trevor Williams for Washington. Obviously, there's not going to be the same stakes that we saw with the Cubs, who very much needed as many wins as they could get out of Atlanta with. They had a chance to win two out of three. They lost three out of three, and that is going to deal quite a blow to their wildcard hopes heading into the final weekend. The Nationals, though, they're not really looking for 2023 to send them into the postseason. But the Braves uh, would like to, I think, maybe pile up a couple of more wins and just be healthy heading into the postseason. Yeah, I think that's the key here. As great as it was to see them get locked in for this Cubs series and have that you know last postseason atmosphere, this one probably going to see some guys maybe either get a day off or at least come out at some point in the game late and see more so just keeping guys healthy is the most important thing in this series right now. But – Baseball doesn't always work out the way it's supposed to, but Trevor Williams has given up the fourth most home runs this season, and the guys ahead of him have all thrown 40 more innings. So that being said, he gives up a lot of home runs, and the Braves, as you mentioned, are really close to breaking another home run record. So a good shot at that on Friday night. Now, Alan Winans, maybe another addition to see if he perhaps gets a shot in the postseason at some time if the Braves need him. Yeah, I was going to ask you that because we've seen Alan Winans with a couple of really nice starts for the Braves. Mm -hmm. So clearly he could be somebody that could provide some length as far as the innings are concerned. One and two with a 433 ERA. You mentioned Trevor Williams, a lot of home runs given up. Six and 10 is record ERA over five and a half. Braves offense hits a ton of home runs. Maybe they could get Alan Winans quite a few runs to work with here early on, but he's got some good swing and miss. He's got a pretty nice changeup. And again, I think the Braves have to keep their options open. And that's why you may be seeing the A.J. Smith Shavers and the Alan Winans getting these opportunities. I think Kyle Wright's going to throw at least one more time. I'm not necessarily expecting a start 
or for them to push him in the five to six innings range, which they might have been thinking about when he first came back. But you talk about auditions and opportunities. There's very clearly some out there for some of these young arms that have impressed the Braves at times over the course of the season. And Alan Winans, I think, it definitely is somebody to consider. Four or five starts this year, he's given up two earned or less. The only real bad blow-up he's had is that second start against the Mets after he had just seen him a week later. So, I mean, he's been really good. And again, four of his five starts, he's kept the team in the game going four to six innings, uh, you know, giving them a little bit of length as well. So, I mean, he's another guy that maybe you start him, see if he gives you four innings, go through a lineup twice, and then maybe you piggyback him with a Kyle Wright or an A.J. Smith-Shaver. I mean, he's been that good, and I think he certainly is at least worth consideration Depending on who you have, you know, what if Morton doesn't come back? I don't want to yeah. say it, but what if Freed, you know, doesn't come back? Certainly expecting that, but certainly, you know, the Braves have some options getting good looks at these guys here in the final week. Yeah, and as you mentioned, baseball does not always go according to plan. The Braves have seen it time and again in the postseason, dating all the way back to 2020. Every single year, their pitching plans have been impacted in some way, shape, or form, and it's already shaping up that way in 23, with the serious doubt more so with Charlie Morton than with Cal Wright, who they're expecting to be ready for the NLDS. Still, you want to go beyond that, you might need some other guys to help you once you get beyond that division series and get into a place where you might need more than just three starters. What are you going to do that fourth time around? And if something does go wrong for somebody, who can come in and fill those innings? Those are some things to figure out and some things for us to talk about down the line. We were happy to talk about this 5-3 win over the Cubs, a sweep for the Atlanta Braves, who have now secured postseason home field advantage throughout all the way through the World Series as they pick up this victory over the Cubs and complete their three-game sweep. Three more games to go in the regular season. We hope you'll ride along with us the rest of the way right here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you subscribe here on YouTube. Click the bell. You'll get those notifications every time we drop a new episode of the show. Leave us those likes and comments. We appreciate those so much. And be sure to share the show with a friend. It helps this grow. And make sure to subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. That's your checklist for this one. But as always, we appreciate you making some time to join us in this uh, on, on this particular night. Five to three Braves win over the Chicago Cubs. They finish off the three-game sweep. For Jake Mastriani, I'm Grant McCauley. We will catch you again soon. And until then, so long. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked on Yankees. Locked on Mariners. Locked on Mets. Locked on Angels. And you're listening to Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. 